Welcome back, everybody, to Brown Bag Bets, powered by Betsburgs. We are your daily dose of quick hit handicapping and sports betting picks. I'm Alex Christensen, and joining me, as always, Mr. Andy Molitor. Well, Andy, tennis was okay, but the parlay got wonged. It got wonged, and you know, that's the thing about <clears throat> parlays. Like, anytime I see someone post, like, oh, I almost want to parlay one leg. Like, yeah, that's how it works, buddy. Like, nobody goes 0 for 5 on a parlay. I guess I could. <laughs> I probably have. That's a, There's a good story about that. Uh, the Christian Pina, our guy, when he first got out to Vegas, he put in uh, a bunch of picks in his first betting foray when he was out there. And he was superstitious about, like, his luck and how it would go. So he put in a, t- uh, not a teaser, a pleaser for the opposite side of all. So he's like, if I go 0-5 and, and these all lose by a million points, at least I'm going to hit. And it hit. Like, that's just the that's the dumbest way to make an early nut. But I love that story because a pleaser. Quite a Polish a, middle. A pleaser. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Like, the, the odds of the odds of losing money in that situation is very high. But uh, it's always nice to hit the pleaser for sure. Um, yeah, I've I've got on five and like prop parlays and stuff like that for sure. Good morning, Patrick. Good morning, Power Trip. Today's show is brought to you by our title sponsor, FanDuel, but also Profit Exchange, which is going to be live here soon in Jersey and Indiana. If you are in those states, I would ask you to probably get signed up for their mailing list. Um, I think it's just something they're going to mail you when they go live and they'll give you a a better deposit match if you want to get involved with the exchanges as they go if you're not in those states i'd sign up anyway because then you're on the list for the better offers once they do get into your neck of the woods i'll have a link to that on the twitter in the show notes and on the youtube channel and with that we'll talk some sports basketball went well uh the timberwolves got there by the hook the Sixers never in doubt that they crushed their team total. That was a, a I mean, not crushed, but I mean, it, it got there by a few bats. Depends what number you've got. Yeah. Was, I think it closed right at like 120 or something. I think I said 119 or better, but if you had 120, uh, it was a little sweaty there at the end. Anybody who watched uh, the deep dive last night with me was sweating some stuff live. That was fun. I had an under that. And again, if you, do you ever watch the odds boards live, Alex, to see like, <laughs> To check because yeah. I mean you can you can kind of tell where you're at but it, I like to go look at the live odds see like where's the market actually at like I feel like I'm trending towards hitting this over but I want to see yeah. the live market be 230 when I bet a 215 you know it's the best live projection you have right yeah I, I think so it's it's a really good live median projection and I had an under that when it and when it went off the board at the end it was at like 133 and that game ended up like at 150 the team started falling down 15 points with like two minutes left. It was, it was very tilting. That is maybe the worst part of doing an evening show is watching children foul each other in a game that has gotten away from them. I mean, it was an 18 point lead with like three minutes. That's one of those that's supposed to just cruise to the end. Like let's, let's both go home and call it a day. So that was annoying, but I did end up having a winning night overall four and two uh, Furman. Furman future died on a crazy last second basket. This is March, whatever you want to say. That was, I lost my future, but like, that's what I live for. Like, that's what this, that's the fun part of this time of year is like some small school 
hitting uh i don't know how far is the three-point line away from the basket like in general let's say you're taking a, a not the top of the key not the baseline but the middle part like in in college it might be different right yeah, and college is a little bit shorter. I'm looking it up. So the NBA, it's um 23.9, and then NCAA, I think it's 20 foot nine. So 20, yeah. So it's like a 25, 26 footer with two guys in his face with no time left down by two. And I mean, the net barely moved on this three to win the game, to win the conference to go to the tournament, like that's the stuff that does make like there's a lot of shitty college basketball for six months and there's a lot of shitty college basketball to come yet in some of these tournaments but that is the fun part i mean he he absolutely drained it and chattanooga deserves that uh auto bid good good for them sorry Furman. today though i have some picks again i haven't put them in on the app yet because i've been super busy with golf life i'll get to that in a second but just more unders, except for one, I guess. Wright State, more unders in that conference tournament. Delaware under 133, Wright State under 135. Jacksonville under a very low number. This is an odd game. So Bellarmine is not eligible to go to the big dance. They haven't been Division One long enough. For some stupid reason, some of these conferences let teams play in their conference tournament who are not eligible. If they win this game, they can't go to the tournament. But the way they set this up, their opponent, Jacksonville, wouldn't either. They will not just give it to the runner-up. They will give it to the regular season champion in Jacksonville State, who Jacksonville just defeated in the semifinals. So there's some bar trivia for you if that happens. Like Bellarmine's live to win this. This is this is not. Uh, I'm looking at the the side in that one. I think this is maybe a little bit of a later game. Maybe I misspoke. It could be 4 p.m. game. Yeah, it, I think Bellarmine's actually favored here. So you have a team favored to win the conference tournament title game who cannot go. I don't understand what the motivation was to do this, but uh, weird situation today. Not something you see in a lot of leagues. So I took the under there. It has gotten steamed a little. <clears throat> you could have got a better number this morning. I didn't either. Uh, UTSA is my only over for the day. That is, um, I think that might be an early game too. We do have some day basketball. I know it's not Alex's uh, A-10, but we have the ACC tournament starting today. So you'll have some not good teams. It is like the play-in round where the bottom teams play to get to the seeds that have the buys, but there's some good ACC games starting if some MAAC starting early this afternoon, and then a few other conferences will go tonight, but the UTSA Southern Miss game, I have over 138 in that one. Uh, this is a, I don't, these aren't good teams either. This should be a bad game. I just need the defenses to play like they normally play. And then FIU is my only side. I think I got my only side yesterday with, uh, I doubled down on a future I had in UNC Wilmington, plus two. Unca. They won. They won Unk Unqua. 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 They did win outright. They'll take on Delaware. Um, that is the under. I I have. I'd like UNC Wilmington win that game for a future, but that is an under there. The only uh yeah the FIU Marshall game. So I have FIU plus three and a half in that game. I don't rate Marshall nearly as high as the market. Only side for tonight. And that is it. Five picks. 
I like it. We're running out of games. Totally awesome day. I think so. I really do. Well, it's good that you took a lot of totals. I went in a different direction with the with the big boys. Oh shit! How many games we got tonight? How many games we got tonight? And apparently, I like half of them, which is you know that's never a bad sign, right? Well, I'm looking at the schedule, and the first one for you, instant cross off, Pacers. That's not a game you could get involved with whatsoever. Nope. So you take that one completely out of play. And then what are you going to do with that number in the in the Golden State game anyway? So, I mean, you're not left with a lot. And then you bet it all anyway. <laughs> Magic, plus six. They're at home hosting what is left of the Phoenix Suns. A really tough schedule spot here for Phoenix. They've played a handful of games on the road. Heading home shortly here. Um, if there's any chance that they rest DeAndre Ayton, this is a spot for them to do that. Again, no Chris Paul, no Devin Booker here. The Magic have a lot of young guards that I think are going to push this team that should be tired. Again, I'm happy to acquiesce a little bit. And It's honestly not something the Suns have done. The Suns have really been resilient, even on the road. Um, they've just, you know, kind of made it their mission to, to win as many games as they can, but six is just far too many points. I, I can't really get this number higher than three might end up taking some magic money line. I'm, I'm curious to see what the line actually does as the day goes on. There is a chance. Maybe they could steal one here at home late the Brooklyn nets. Um, this is a bet made more on kind of what I think we saw the other night versus, you know, what we've seen from the Nets kind of all season here. Durant and Irving look really spectacular these last couple games. Again, the Nets are on the road, so they have the road advantage, if you will, of having Kyrie Irving tonight. They go against the Hornets team that has really struggled since Gordon Hayward has been out. Um, you know, defensively, I don't think the Hornets really have anybody, honestly, to line up with. Durant, again, not that anybody does, but there's not really anybody there. Maybe Bridges will slow him down a little bit, but Irving should have a big night tonight against those guards. I expect it to be a fairly high-scoring game, which is awesome for the Nets here. Was able to grab three. It looks like it's ticking up to three and a half. I think Nets minus four or better looks good tonight. Um, may even go on and grab some alts for a smaller stake. There's a chance the Nets just really open this game up and kind of blow out um, a Hornets team that is just – um, looking terrible here um, as we finish up the season and the bucks minus 13 um, the biggest number i've laid all year i mean we've started to see some 15 and 16s here uh, some of these bad teams just continue to get worse i mean portland i, I don't know if portland's going to be under double digits let alone you know under 12 for the rest of the season with kind of the skeleton crew they have left but the bucks coming off a loss here um it should be a great bounce back spot for them here. I have this at closer to 16. And, you know, one of those spots where I thought about maybe a team total over, maybe laying the number here. A little worried with the way the Thunder are happy to slow down games at the end. You know, there might be enough pace for the Bucks to get to that number. It's right around 122, 123. So going to lay the 13. Again, the Thunder just continue to get blown out. No Lou Dort, no Derek Favors. The Bucks are going to score as many points as they need to. And I think just get a big lead and hold on to it late here. So Bucks minus 13. We'll lay some big numbers. You thought about it yesterday. I really think it was it was dangerously close to Alex just laying it with the Timberwolves, which I guess it, it didn't really matter which way you bet the Timberwolves yesterday. Or I mean, the I think the first half and the first half team total probably got there as well. Timberwolves are just, uh, I don't know, like Portland's not good. That's that's just kind of my my daughter asked me that last night. Funny enough, like she's she still talks about the game. She enjoyed going to the game so much, and she brought that up. <clears throat> she's like, "Who's a really bad NBA team?" Yeah, <laughs> I, I named a couple. She's like, "Do we play them ever?" 
Like, yeah, like, we, do you want to go to a game and see the team win? Is that what you're saying? Like, it wasn't fun yeah. getting blown out by 30? <laughs> like, like, yeah, like, we'll do we'll do that for baseball for sure. Yeah, I for sure could not name a player that played for Portland last night. Honestly, the, the, the big white guy who missed the free throw at the end um, to get some of the later team totals that went up, home i i barely know that guy i barely know the players on the timberwolves like <laughs> when i got to the game and they were putting in subs i'm like i'll be damned this guy's on our team good for him like this is the fun I, part I, of it at the end of some of those games you really get to expand your knowledge and if anybody plays purtle the uh, nba name guessing version of wordle it's um you know it's it's good for that but yeah as you look at the scheduling you've got a couple here let me see i mean you've got oklahoma city on wednesday that's that's going to be an easy one oh I mean, you, you can maybe pay the little extra, go see the Lakers on Wednesday night. That might actually be easy, depending on how things have been going for them. And oh, my God. Get the if, I, if I went to the that, late. I, I mean, courtside is not happening. I just don't care enough. But, <laughs> like, I wonder, I, I bet, like, 300 bucks gets you, like, 10 rows up for the Lakers game. Just, I would love at one Does point in my life. LeBron? Oh, just to scream at LeBron, let him kick me out. <laughs> like, that's that's an experience. I would do that for sure. Um, cool. All right. Well, I'm parlaying those anyway, because let's just, do it. I have a feeling. I have a feeling you're, you're just parlaying. Don't it. tease them. Yeah. And you know what? Before we get off of NBA, because we're just gonna, we're gonna do some other promotion of some other properties here too. NBA this Wednesday for the deep dive. We wanted to get to this the other week. And <clears throat> I mean, you know, Drew, he just gets talking. And suddenly it's been an hour and 10 minutes and we're not getting to something. But I did want to, I, I had a lot of questions about Darko and Drip and some of the other analytics sites that uh, NBA, you have for the NBA right now, how they're used, adding some context to them. I think a lot of that stuff is probably misused. You see that a lot with baseball stats, I think. So I have a ton of questions on, you know, just using some of the stuff that's available on a player level, which is awesome. And when you're looking at NBA stuff and getting some context to it. So Alex and Drew are going to be on the deep dive. I mean, Drew always is, but Alex is going to join and help Andy. It's going to be the <laughs> one of those episodes where it's casual NBA, Andy, just teach Andy people. basketball. Yeah. T- teach Andy. Cause it's interesting. I, I really do love seeing advances in stats and analytics in any sport. I just, I know there's so much that, you know, you can't just take it and black box it and do whatever you want. Like there is some, some steps you have to take on your end to make sure you're using the data right and not being that guy. So excited for that normal time tomorrow. Check that out. It's on the same YouTube channel. And then speaking of the same YouTube channel, I don't have any golf bets right now because not only am I too busy for that, but I'll be doing a show at noon central. Jesus, it's like an hour and 15 minutes. I'll talk about it then. We're starting to launch some of the BetSports Golf content. Uh, there's written content up at the site. If you go to BetSportsGolf.com, starting to populate a bunch of stuff for this week. For the next two weeks, every single thing they do is free. There's going to be no paywalls or any sort of premium features for at least several weeks. So you can just go over there. <clears throat> Excuse me. Check out anything that's going on over there. Always the the shows and podcasts we do will always be free. That's it's so silly trying to put a podcast behind a paywall anyway. It's just a pain in the ass for everyone involved. So at noon, Ryan Noonan, Ron Kloss, as you know on Twitter, is at PGA Splits 101. 
and myself will talk some betting. And at two, again, central time, uh, John Daigle, who a uh, new addition to the team, and Ryan and Ron will get into DFS, talking about building some lineups for this week and getting deep in the weeds on the game theory of the DFS for this weekend. So check those out if you like some golf. Otherwise, they will just live on the YouTube channel. You can watch them later if you don't catch it live. And obviously, probably getting all that up on a podcast feed, which I'll be sharing later this week as well. So check out the golf content later. Check out the tennis content right now. We're doing outrights. The the qualifying is not finished yet. The tournament doesn't start until was it Brett had it More afternoon. Wednesday for the women, Thursday for the men. And I don't want to say and jinx you here, but your outrights have been okay this year. They've been pretty solid. I actually went back and looked. This is the sound of me knocking on wood. I've only had one <laughs> tournament where I had an outright that didn't make the semifinals, at least. So it's been pretty solid this year. Only one hit so far, but that's okay. I'm not too worried about that. We have a good shot here. Indian Wells is a lot of fun. This is um, a 1,000 level tournament. This or Miami would be probably the biggest event after a Grand Slam. Probably this one. I think a lot of people would probably pick that one. But it's a huge draw. We get to see some fun players here. Um, unfortunately, no Ashley Barty, but we do get Carolina Pliskova back. It's a, again a very big draw. And, um, I'll be working on a preview this afternoon with a little more stuff on each player. But um, four outrights, I do like right now. We'll have some quarter stuff tomorrow. A few more derivatives. Again, they they basically open up a Grand level Grand Slam level menu for this kind of stuff. But four names stuck out to me in the outright market. Um, you know, the top half of the draw in general is fantastic. I mean, if you were to cut the top half of the draw and put it in its own tournament, it would be one of the best tournaments of the year. Um, you've got Krejcikova up at the top, Halep, Coco Golf, all in the same little section. Uh, Raducanu, uh, Pliskova again coming back, um, all in the same little section. But right there, again, in that softer section, we've got Pliskova. It's um, Jill Teichman, who you can find um, 800 to 1. There's some 80s there. Anything I'd say 70 or better is, is good enough on her. She's played very well at these courts before, um, basically only gets beaten by whoever ends up in the finals. Um, it's a really, again, nice spot for her. She'll catch Carolina Pliskova in her first match since having wrist surgery um, at the end of the year last year. Pliskova has a bye here. So, again, no first-round warm-up for her. She gets Teichman right away. Teichman beat her two sets pretty quickly last time they played last year um and then things open up a little bit now teichman will probably have to play the winner of krejcikova golf but at that point we've got a ton of equity at this price and we'll start to figure out what to do with that my guess is again i'll probably have her in the quarter markets as well when those things open up but um that's kind of the name i like there in the top half you know you kind of scroll down the next quarter or so um another big number clara towson someone who has done very very well on hard courts basically um you know won every other hardcore tournament she played in last year um struggled a little bit wish she had looked better against Bedosa in her last event but you'll see we're betting on Bedosa a little bit later again 100 to 1 a really big number and it's because she's gonna have to play Agashwiantek in the third round there but based on what I think that price is going to be I think we actually have a little more equity here grabbing her at 100 to 1 almost certainly bet on her specifically in that match um like that quarter price i see there popping up 14 to 1 on teichman again i think that's a good play um i'll talk more about those tomorrow as they open up more places but towson again 100 to 1 in a really nice spot in the draw and if she can get past that match with Shwantek, it's kind of clear sailing until the quarterfinals and beyond so mm -hmm. a chance to have two big numbers at the top half of the draw down to the bottom paula bedosa is has a seed in what looks to be one of the easier quarters in the draw 
Now, she will likely have to play Annette Contivate in the quarterfinal. But again, Contivate has started to slow down a little bit. We're outdoors in courts where, you know, she struggled here before. Um, and again, Contivate's in a tough section, too. You look through here, Pondersova's down there, Osaka's coming back, Pagula. Um, Pedosa has just a really nice spot here. I think she can get through, win that quarter. And then down in the fourth quarter, Olms Jabor, again, another player who's had a lot of success here, um, 35 to 1. She'll likely have to beat Sabalanka there in the quarterfinals, but it looks like smooth sailing up until that point. And we all know Sabalanka can drop out at a moment's notice. So a couple numbers for us there, four outrights. And again, I'll talk about some quarters and stuff more tomorrow, but I like some of the numbers I see floating around there. Yeah, one of our guys who loves tennis, tennis betting in the chat here and over on the deep dive, Sign Collectibles 1. Definitely looks like he's excited for some quarter prices. So that'll be, yeah, we'll talk about that tomorrow. I like those a lot. It's like how I brought up for the, like, to make the final, to make the second weekend bets. Like, yeah. I like I liked something. It's like, shit, you know, this outright price is way off, but, like, do they really have a, a really good shot to actually win it? You know, they're not going to play this tournament a thousand times and let me get my 10 wins and, you know, have, have value. Sometimes a quarter price is such a blessing on some of these big long shots who you think can, can upset a few names and, you know, cash without having to win five, six damn matches against some high competition. Yeah, it's, it is I, a I better way to do it. You don't have to worry too much about the hedging and stuff, but... We do even have some bets this afternoon because, like you said, qualifying wraps up today. There's a ton of matches, but only two stuck out to me. Again, we got wanged on the parlay yesterday, so I'm not feeling so fun about that. And honestly, there wasn't a fun one to put together. So we'll just take uh, Wang Jiang, the Wang that did us right yesterday. Uh, minus three. Now, this is minus two, minus two and a half most places. Poke around and see if you can find somewhere that'll let you do like minus three plus 105. But you know, minus two at standard juice, minus two and a half at standard juice is probably fine as well. It's effectively the same number. There's just an infinitesimally small difference between two and two and a half. But um, pushing out to three again, a plus 105 looks nice here. She continues to play very good tennis um, all year. It's really nice to see her playing well. She's had a little bit of success on these courts before. And although Colin Sky looked solid yesterday, again, she took care of our underdog Brant Meyer pretty easily there. Looks to be healthy. I just like Wong anyway, even if Colin Sky is 100% at this number. So we get her at a little less than 100%. Happy to bet her. And then an over, Buzkova Paquet. Um, two women that play very long matches. Buzkova is known for kind of taking the foot off the gas at the end of sets and, and coughing up a 7-5, things like that. So over 19 and a half in a match that I have at 20 and a half looks pretty good. So 19 and a half, 20, they all look fine. And qualifying always messes me up. <laughs> just such a it's a different dynamic with some of these and i think i think you and uh vinnie and a couple other people have been really good about you know so sometimes the motivation is so much different in these qualifying matches i i think there is a a real you know just quali qualitative approach to some of these i think you guys do a good job of that so excited for indian wells to actually start this is a good tournament it's and, gonna be great and just the fact that it's north america like the timing of the tournament, it's really nice for actually watching some matches. I do enjoy just watching tennis, even if I don't bet on it, which is maybe like football is a sport I can always watch, even if I don't have a bet. But tennis, tennis might be number two, man. I, I just enjoy watching the. Uh, it's a nice the sound to it, that. too. Yeah, it is. It is just aesthetically pleasing in general. And obviously, some of these places they play are so nice. Uh, speaking of places they play, 
all over Europe for Champions League. Two matches today. Really only liked one, but I have this weird tick where if I bet one and there's two, I got to pick them both. So, you know, just in general, I'm either red hot or ice cold in these. Either they all win or they nothing wins, and it's all it's either in embarrassing fashion <laughs> or it's like I took a team to you know win the first half money line minus one ten and they're up four nothing at the break. So it either it works or it doesn't. Today Bayern first half over one and a half in the second leg of the Bayern Salzburg rubber whatever you want to call it the, the second rubber. What do you call it in Davis Cup? Second tie of the rubber? That's what, that's what we say. Either way, it's the second leg. They are 1-1 one, one on aggregate. Bayern is not in the business of being out in the knockouts this early, and they will be at home for this. I'm looking for Bayern to truck stick this team like they should have on the road, and this could be – hopefully this is just Bayern like 3 nothing and half. 3-0, excuse me. Sorry, soccer aficionados, but – it, it is a spot where the Byron team total over two and a half is like minus 200. Byron is expected to score early, score often. I bet if you look at a Lewandowski, any goal scorer prop, it's probably a big minus number as well. So this is a, this was a just a quick first half play I liked. And then the other one in the Liverpool International uh, Mion match here. That one is another second leg where Liverpool's up 2-0 on them. Inter obviously has to probably be pretty aggressive on the attack here. I looked at both teams to score. It was like minus 160. Maybe I can't say that like that's value since I have no, you know, qualitative model to show like what the actual odds of each team to score are. So I'm not in a position to say that you should play that anyway. I might be parlaying that with something else, but I just I did want to tickle Inter to score first. They have been in decent form in league play, and I think the offense is clicking. I I get it's probably not a coin flip for them to be the first scorer. Liverpool is very very good, very very dangerous, but they are also sitting on a two nil aggregate lead at home. I wonder if they maybe do play it a little a little more defensively, a little less aggressive here it'll be interesting to see when they actually put together the lineup and the formations to see what they come up with um and just getting almost two to one on a pretty good team to score on a really much better team i suppose i'm going to take that little tickle on that lighter on that and i'm excited to watch some i'm just excited to watch some soccer this afternoon it is. That's what I mean. Between Champions League today, Champions League tomorrow, I assume, and then we got Indian Wells. All it's just you know, I'm not going to get anything done. Yeah. Oh, I know. Indian we'll Wells. Done. Indian Wells right into Miami is you guys such in a, a week. Good, such a good stretch of tennis. I said that to Drew last night too. I said probably my favorite stretch of tennis. I like Miami more, but fuck Indian Wells is no slouch. Like this the is sunshine double is, baby. Yeah. Very good stretch, and then also hey. We have the college basketball tournament, the NBA playoffs right around the corner, the Masters in a few weeks. We have the horse racing. It's a beautiful time to bet on sports. Unless you play for an NFL team, then please take it easy. In general, take it easy. Congratulations anyway. to Tom Brady for Aaron Rodgers' contract. Yeah, good, good job, Aaron Rodgers. And good job to you guys. Hit the thumbs up on the way out. Thanks, Alex. Thanks, Dan. Thanks, everybody. And we'll see you tomorrow.